Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What is up, everyone, and welcome in to episode 14 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me is my worst enemy and podcast Mm -hmm. co-host, Tyler Carden. (laughs) Tyler, how dare you? How dare you (laughs) wear that shirt on a podcast night? (laughs) Hey, hey, for all of you that can't see right now, which is everybody, except (laughs) Stephen. I have an Indiana shirt on, and Stephen went to Purdue University. Hey, man, I am just a guy trying to live my life. I live in the state of Indiana. All this shirt says is Indiana. You know, you're giving me a hard time when I already have to go through winter number four. And, you know, it's just not fair. Uh, you honestly, you deserve it now. All of that snow, you deserve it. He tells me, he's like, I found it at the store for like $2. Tell me this, Tyler. If I sold you the dog poop out of my backyard for $2, would you buy it? Just because it was $2? You already made me clean it all up when you were moving the first time. Yeah, well. In your backyard. I I did do that, didn't I? You totally deserved it. I'm glad I did that now. How dare you? I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Hey, man, I just woke up like a little while ago. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, well. I'm foggy-minded. I wish you would have stayed asleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We we have got... We we hopefully... Hopefully have a good show for you guys tonight. We'll see how it goes with him wearing that shirt. I think it's a sign of bad luck. This thing might crash halfway through. We'll see how it goes. We've got some news and notes for you, and really it's just a little tiny bit. There's not a lot that happened this past week other than the shirt Tyler's wearing. Um, we're going to have a quick <laughs> Michael Thomas discussion, and then we're going to talk about some of the top-performing running backs from this past season, what we kind of think we're going to see from them next year. Um, and really just kind of give our thoughts and feelings on where those players are at because that running back position, it's super premium, and you kind of want to know you know, who those those premium guys are going to be. So let's go ahead and let's hop into the news. What do you got for me? Well, I'd say a big one of the week is probably Alex Smith retires officially. He had this mm-hmm. heartwarming video where he explained his struggles and the injury and all of uh, that unfun stuff. And yeah, his his time in the NFL, his tenure is finally coming to an end. And I think he had a good run, man. I think I think it's well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely. He had a good career, and, and it started off rough. I know that Kind of, he's the number one draft pick, didn't have a great start to his career, but I think he was a good quarterback there at the end before his injury. Um, obviously played very little after the injury, but he still made it back. He was on the field again, starting 
And that's pretty unbelievable if you consider everything that he went through. It was inspiring, really. It was. It was cool. Yesterday, you know, it really, it was. Like, no matter, he took him to the playoffs. He took the football team to the playoffs. He did do that. The the football team. I love it. (laughs) I, yeah, I honestly, I kind of hope they keep that name. I, re- you know, I really do. I'm I'm warmed up to it. Did you see the list of all the other options? I guess like official like rumors that it, that they might do. No, I think it was a survey they put out. If if I remember correctly, um, but there was like 30 names on it or something. Um, and there's oh, I'm, a, I'm pulling up the article now. From yep. CBS Sports. Yeah. There's okay. All sorts Washington of NFL team might change its name, and here are some of the options fans are being asked. I have not seen this list, guys. I'm just going <laughs> to look at it real quick. Um. All right. Let's see. You said there was a few. Oh, oh God. Oh God. There's a lot. <laughs> some of them. Some of them are kind of rough. I yeah. You know, okay. The Wild Hogs are on here, and that kind of crossed my mind at one point. Uh huh. Um, I don't. I don't hate that one. What is this? No, please. These are not. Some of these aren't real. <laughs> Which one? Um, Washington, D.C. Football Club. Wrong sport. <laughs> Washington Capital City Football Club. Wrong sport and too many words. Oh, my God. I kind of like 32 the FC. Ones. 32 FC? Come on. What is that? <laughs> that the year they were established, wasn't it? I uh, Honestly, I don't know. Washington Icons. Actually... That's not bad. The Pilots, like that's a stupid name. The it Presidents, is. that's a dumber name. The Presidents is uh. the worst one. <laughs> the Am- Ambassadors is on there. That's stupid. <laughs> the, de- the-, <laughs> the Demon Cats. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that one. The Demon Cats, which is just like like obnoxious wording because we all know all cats are demons. You don't need to describe it. It's like saying Honestly, ASAP this... is possible. Dude, like our list of podcast <laughs> names was way better than this. Yes, it really was. The Okay, I kind of like Griffins just because Gryffindor. That's, the, that's, my, that's my association with that. I, I could live um, with that one. This is a dumb name, but it, it means a lot to me. They should name them the Washington Swifts. I'm a big Swifty. Like oh I'm not goodness. even. I don't even hide it. So if, <laughs> if they want to name it that, I will gladly jump ship. Hey, as as like, brand as brand new Washington football team fans, I think we should have a say in this. Wayfarers, we've been fans for like fairs? three weeks. Wayfarers, That's wayfarers. Cool. I got just what I need. That commercial, dude. Okay, somebody please email this team and tell them to stop while they're ahead. And they're not yeah. dead. Yeah. So, I, so I think this was just like a survey they sent out to people. I don't know who the people were. If it's a survey, though, that survey. means they're considering these, right? Oh, it was season ticket holders, I think, is who got it. Yeah, but, like, that's just – I think they're still in, like, the brainstorming stage, you know? Where you um, don't – and one of the rules of brainstorming, I don't know if you knew this, but one of the rules is you don't, like, veto any ideas. You put in every idea that comes to mind. So you don't Except filter the bad ones. Well, even the bad ones get through in oh, the come, brainstorm phase. Come on, I feel like even when we were coming up with a name, like there was something we would throw <laughs> out there and, me, and immediately, like, well, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> like now that I've written that down, I don't want to see that on a jersey. Presidents, guys. I mean, come on. Like I get it, you're in DC, but like, <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. All right, 
So this is not what Come this on, podcast man. is about, unfortunately. Although we could probably do an entire show talking about the Washington football team's new name or not new name, or if they're keeping this one. But that's not what we're here like today to do today. We've got one more piece of news really quick. Cordero Patterson signs with the Atlanta Falcons. That <sighs> you like him <laughs> as a player. I, I like him as a player. He's done well everywhere he's gone. He's been one of those mm-hmm. like threats everywhere he's gone. Yeah. Um I in my opinion he was one of our best offensive like weapons last year. Like yeah. just with the special return game or special team return game and all of that. Um he just he got the job done. I mean there was a game last year I'm pretty sure he was the only one that scored and it was on like a kick return. And <laughs> I just I just think back on that it's like, well, take that away now. But know it, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, well, uh, we'll we'll work through it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a little maybe an extra touch or two um, for David Montgomery every game that we can kind of rely on and hopefully we'll see. <laughs> One thing, so the only really like fantasy relevant thing I can think about for this makes me like a couple percent more confident in Mike Davis. Because the more like like sort of kind of running back shares they they throw back there is more them mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, he's our starter. We just want some extra people around him, but we're not gonna like true invest." But I I could still see them drafting someone, so I'm not gonna go out and say that this means their that their running back room is full. You know what I mean? But but right. it, it's something no, to yeah. think about. Ahead, let's get into. Our first segment today, we're going to talk about Michael Thomas. He is a player that has been on my mind this week. I've started doing my 2021 season, full season projections. So I'm starting, start off with wide receivers and kind of working through some of those and getting those ranked out and, and try to guesstimate how many points they're going to score and, and get some, some numbers going. Michael Thomas, when I sat down to try and, and build his projections i just had no idea what to do i was super clueless so i wanted to have a discussion about him today and at the the center of this discussion i want to know is michael thomas going to be a wide receiver one next year will he be a top 12 wide receiver some numbers that i found okay in 2019 he had 185 targets 180 five targets that's an average of like 12 a game that's a lot (laughs) so many freaking targets drew Brees was just constantly throwing him the ball he had 149 receptions which set an all-time nfl record for the one season now here's the the i i found a lot of numbers okay but the most interesting one that i found is this i went ahead and i tried to figure out how many points per target Michael Thomas was scoring, okay? So I found out he he scored 1.6 points per target. That's not a lot, okay? okay? So essentially what that means, did a lot of numbers. They're hard to explain. They're not super clear. But but essentially what it means is that in order for him to be the wide receiver one that year, because he was, he was number one wide receiver in 2019, in order for him to do that, he needed – an absurd amount of targets because each individual target just wasn't worth that much because he's getting all of these really short passes. 
not scoring a ton of touchdowns. Like I think he had like what I think I think he had nine touchdowns on like 150 receptions. It's just not very many. What do you think that means for him next year? Uh, he's such a Michael Thomas is was one of those um I don't know the word I'm looking for, but you're just you're not sure, right? Because yeah. it's Michael Thomas. He was one one overall in a lot of fantasy drafts last year. Unfortunately mm-hmm. got injured, did not play a majority of the season, and when he did, he was still injured. It seems like. <laughs> yeah. Um so he just he didn't produce, you know, he was a bust, whatever, no biggie. You know, you're going into this season, he's gonna bounce back, right? Well, you don't have Breeze back there in the backfield any longer. And and that just throws a wrench in so many things, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and like wide receivers last year did just they did so well. They were there was so, so there was really, really good wide receivers. So it's like what he did to produce his numbers in twenty nineteen to finish the way he did, he almost needs to do twice as well to even mm-hmm. be considered, you know, in, in that light yeah. again, because you have so many breakouts at Justin Jefferson, um, just, just so many. That, that's the one that came to my mind, but there's so many good wide receivers now. And there's so many, there's more coming in this year. So yeah. it, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say he's not going to be a top 12 receiver, right? Because that would just, be foolish to say mm-hmm. on the other hand you don't have drew Brees. you have how much more competition when it comes to receivers in the nfl with other great quarterbacks with them it's also not out of the realm of possibilities to say that he's gonna fall out of that top 12 even if it's just by a little bit yeah uh, i mean it, it's it's gonna be hard to say i mean i I kind of looked at the Saints' schedule next year just to kind of see what he would be kind of dealing with. Um, you know, they face Atlanta twice a year, obviously. They have a horrible passing defense. <laughs> Tampa, yeah, twice a year. year. Their passing defense was not great, even if, you know, they're the Super Bowl champs. Um, Carolina, they play twice a year as well. They are not that great. They're probably, like, right in the middle of the field there for, for passing mm-hmm. defense. And then the rest of their schedule, like if you just take a look at it, there's no one there that's like an immediate threat. So I mean, okay, okay, from th- that outlook alone, like I, w- I would, I would feel good. Me personally, I would still take Thomas. You know, I'm not taking him at the one-one spot. Um, to me, I, I know it sounds crazy, maybe, but I'm gonna hope to grab him late first round, early second. You know, I'm going to play it yeah. safe, honestly, when it comes to him, especially when there's just so many options out there to pick up for receiver. Um, if he's there late round, I'll take him gladly. No hesitation. But other than that, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna try to hold my breath as long as I can on him. I, I just don't know what to think about him. I am very hesitant to really that, that whole New Orleans offense. I'm, I'm kind of like very weary of very afraid of but there is so much value if you end up hitting on on those mm-hmm. two players on alvin kamara michael, Th- michael thomas both of them could be like the number one players of their position and you just don't know we still don't even know who the starter is you know what i mean like it the yeah, starting exactly. quarterback it, i should say and, and that's and that's crazy we don't know that yet Exactly, like it's such a it's such a crapshoot. <laughs> like it could be uh-huh. like anyone. It's it's yeah. almost like a um like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because it's mm-hmm. like, well, 
if you pick him up, well, there's that risk that either A, he's not as healthy as he was two years ago, and B, the the, the targets just aren't there from whoever his quarterback is. Yeah. Or if you don't, well, now you just missed out on him. So yep. it, it, and he does hit. So it's it's one of those things like the later your draft, the closer to the season it is, it'll be a little easier to answer that. I think you know, come yeah, August, absolutely late July. But I, yeah, until then, like, uh, it's a it's a high risk, high reward type thing. I think. Yeah, it it definitely is very risky, and I think what it boils down to for me, because I think if I had to, if I had to guess right now, I think I would say Michael Thomas will not be a number one wide receiver next year maybe still like top 15 maybe um just on volume alone um but i think what it comes down to for me is that i feel like i can name at least 12 other wide receivers i would rather have than him. exactly you know what i mean think about it it's like okay exactly. Devante, tyreek justin jefferson keenan allen allen robinson aj brown you know it's just like i can i feel like i can make that list pretty quickly and be like well i don't want michael thomas more than i want any of these other players so so i think that kind of bumps him out for me but i could very easily be proven wrong i I was just thinking like he was the number one wide receiver coming out of the season last year like no one questioned it (laughs) It is very clear this is the guy in Dynasty and in Redraft. People were like, okay, mm-hmm. the first wide receiver off the board, Michael Thomas, like you were saying, he was going 1-1 in Dynasty drafts because he's not that old. And he had just put up oh. this like amazing you know, record year. And now it's like, well, do we really even want him on our rosters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, you know, as a Bears fan, you know, we ended up playing him twice last year. And I think both those games, he ended up like playing but it really did nothing at this at the end of the day because I really don't think he should have played at all last season. I don't think he was yeah. ever really healthy to play. Um, I don't think so either. But I think one game he just got suspended, right? Because he got in a fight with that one dude. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he Gosh. punched that that one guy <laughs> that everyone else punched. <laughs> oh yeah, my goodness! Clearly, the issues with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, like obviously. Oh my gosh. But that that takes care of our uh, our news and our um, our Michael Thomas for the week. It takes care yeah. of our Michael Thomas. That's just it does. Oh well, um, <laughs> maybe, but yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, and before we get into our next discussion, just want to give a shout out. Uh, we have recently partnered with Rep Sports and Raise Energy. This the Raise Energy drink is just it's phenomenal. It it is what gets me through the podcast editing sessions. It's what get gets me through the day most of the time, and even maybe a workout here and there. I'll take it. It's an energy drink, but it's got zero grams of sugar, no sugar, and it tastes you you wouldn't even know. It, it's just it's delicious, guys. I I can't talk highly enough about it. Um, it's actually got two types of caffeine in it: slow release and a long release, so you get that jolt of energy, but no crash later. Unlike some of the other energy drinks, which is amazing. They have delicious flavors. They have a Baja Lime, which is just like a Baja Blast from Mountain Dew. It's delicious, guys. I I can't. It's so good. Head over to repsports.com, and you can buy a pack of Ray's Energy, or you can buy a pre-workout, whatever suits your fancy. And if you use the code FIRSTREADFOOTBALL, F-I-R-S-T-R-E-A-D, FOOTBALL, at checkout, you will get 15% off your order which is a fantastic deal. I highly recommend it. And you're going to be wanting to buy these by the case. Like, trust me, I I have a few on the way. So go ahead, 
Check it out, repsports.com. Use code FIRSTREADFOOTBALL at checkout for 15% off, and let us know what you guys think, because I want to talk to someone about these drinks. They are just so delicious. I could talk, could make a whole podcast about them. So go ahead, check them out, and let us know what you think. Um, so this this week we are going to talk about we're going to be taking a look back at our running backs on the season. So we have the list of our top ten, eleven, and we're just going to go through starting at number one, and we're kind of going to we're going to see where they ended up last year, wherever they finished, and we're going to kind of compare it to where we think they might end up next mm-hmm. year um, yep. in comparison to this past year. Now, will they repeat? Um, are you just completely out on them? Was it a break? Was it you know just uh, a shining year? That's that's not going to happen again. What what do we think, right? So we're going to go over that. We're going to look at a little bit of future schedules for for some of these guys and maybe what they have are up against, and we'll just we'll go from there. Um, so our first running back finished number one on the season and number one in our hearts, especially on Christmas Day, Alvin Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> Alvin Kamara, starting running back for the New Orleans Saints, who we have been talking about for the past five minutes or so, came in number one running back. Proof that he can do it, but it was, he can. Little, it was a little funky this year. It was, wasn't it? Um, and again, it all goes back to the one thing that has us all on our toes, and that is the quarterback situation yep. in New Orleans. <laughs> yes, we really don't know what to expect from that starting quarterback position. Um, but I, I've been looking at some numbers and kind of thinking about it, and I think what I've come down to is if – Either starter, whether it's Taysom Hill, whether it's Jameis Winston, I am less confident in Alvin Kamara than I would be with Drew Brees as the starter. 100%. Um, Just taking a look back at last year, you know, um, some stats here for for all you guys. If you take a look at, at Kamara's stats with Drew Brees versus Taysom Hill, so for every... If I'm reading this correctly, I know you kind of put this together. Yeah, so those are averages. With, with with Drew Brees, so for every twelve and a half attempts, there were. Oh, uh, correct on. me if I'm reading this wrong. Yeah, so oh. he he averaged Go twelve ahead. and a half rushes, and then averaged okay. averaged this many targets per game and averaged this many points per game. Okay, yeah. So if you look at their stats with Drew Brees versus Taysom Hill for Alvin Kamara. His rushing attempts were actually even. You know, there were 12 mm-hmm. and a half uh, attempts rushing with both of them, which is it's good to see. You like that consistency. It doesn't matter yeah. who who was there under center. But this is where we start seeing the big discrepancies is where with Drew Brees, his targets were 8.3 versus with Taysom Hill, they were only four targets averaged out. And mm-hmm. that's where a lot of, in my opinion, and when you watch his tape, that's where a lot of his, his points and stuff would come from would be those short, you know, passes, and he would just take off. Drew Brees, he was averaging 22.5 points a game versus Taysom Hill, 11.7. That's half. Right, yeah. I mean, that shows where his his fantasy value and his points are at. You know, it's those short passing, dump dump it off to him, let him go, let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah. because he's, a, he's and, a super talented runner, but his value is in all of the balls that he's going to catch because he's only getting 12 and a half attempts per game you know and, and like mm-hmm. we saw that that was with no matter who was under center 
they paid him a lot of money, they're going to try and conserve him. And so they're going to use him where he's more valuable, and that's on those passing downs. Exactly. Um, and it, it kind of sucks we didn't like any have any like Jamison Winston stats really for yeah. last year. It was really just Taysom and Drew. Because that's it, the quarterback battle is going to be one of them too, right? Unless something insane happens in this draft. Yeah, which, right. Who knows at this point? Um, Mac Jones falls. Dude, I've been seeing some crazy mock drafts in the last oh, few yeah. days. Like, they're all it, over to the right point now. where where you can just tell no one has a, a gosh dang idea of what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yes. I I saw a mock draft on the ticker tape um, on NFL Network the other day. I was watching, uh-huh. and I was like, well, "Where's Justin Fields?" Like, I'm watching the ticker tape go, and they had him falling to like 28. Are you kidding? And I'm like, me? I'm like, whose mock draft is this? I I forget who it was. I was like, I was like. If the Bears, if they fell that late and the Bears didn't pick him up, I'm done. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, no, that, I just don't if, understand. If he falls a lot of teams. and the Bears don't take him, it's time to find a new fan. Like, find a new team. Dude, At, Wild like, Hogs, come. Yeah, well, they would have also passed on him, and I don't think that would be correct. I wouldn't even want the Colts just, to pass him if he if he fell that far. I want the Colts to take that's him. That's the thing. Like, if, if you guys had one of the top three receivers as an option or him, would you, would you rather take him then in the draft? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I guess really, even after paying Carson Wentz. Yeah. I don't care. I want to, I want to throw darts at that <laughs> position. And like, what if Carson Wentz is awful? What if what he was last year is what he Could is? Be. You know, I want, I want yeah. as many opportunities at a functional quarterback as possible. But anyway, this Sorry. is not the Justin it, Fields it, podcast. Although, it's a, hey, this is this is a fantasy podcast, and the draft is next week. <laughs> it is the I draft mean, is next this week. Is, it's all very all important very, things. Yes, we're very excited for it. What, oh, if you guys haven't seen Stephen's uh, tweet, you can follow him at First Read Stephen on Twitter. His tweet was, uh, "What what did you say? Um, you you're so excited for the oh yes the Colts number. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to sit around all night Thursday waiting for the Colts to pick at twenty one. And then for them to trade out of the first round when the pick comes up. <laughs> yes, I already know. Dude. I'm already picturing it. It's going to be, all oh, right, the Colts are on the clock. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited to see who we pick. Here and we then go. Roger Goody's going to walk up and be like, we have a trade. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love uh, it. We should, we should have a Skype uh, uh, draft party. Oh, there we go. It'd be fun. Oh, that would man. be fun. Um, Anywho, back to Kamara, uh, <laughs> yes. um, who was not drafted this year, but previously, and it all it, it all goes together. So they could draft him a quarterback. It could be it could be very yep. relevant and important. You never know. Um, maybe Justin Fields goes to New Orleans. I don't know what's going to happen this year. So, <laughs> I mean, looking at kind of next year where the Saints are when it comes to opponents and, and the seventeen games that they're playing, which just feels so nice to say seventeen games. Right. Um, you know they have the NFC South they play against, um, with some good rushing defenses. You know Atlanta. I think they yeah. they finished sixth last year with Tampa. Obviously finishing first, they were monsters at that position. That, that that rush defense was just amazing. I don't expect much to change since everybody's coming back. So you got a few tough matchups there. But I mean, other than that, the schedule is just really not too bad. So there's just no, not a lot of worries I have for Kamara. 
and the strength of the teams that he's playing against. In my opinion, I like we've said a thousand other times on this podcast, it's just that QB situation and the mm-hmm. variable there yep. that worries me. I still think he's going to finish very strong next year. I still think oh, he's yeah, picking up very early. Um, do I see him finishing as a key as running back one again on the year? No, I don't. Um, especially yeah. when you have Dalvin Cook still there. You know, Jonathan Christian Taylor McCaffrey seems to finally again. found his footing. CMC is back. So I don't see Kamara falling back into this one spot come come next season. But I do expect him to finish top five. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I haven't finished my projections yet. There's still a couple key players that I haven't gotten to project out. So mm-hmm. I haven't done Saquon. I haven't done JT. But right now I have Kamara at five, running back five. Or running back four, sorry. Um seems appropriate. Yeah, so I think that's going to be pretty close to where I, where I end up having him. I think I, I think I'd rather have Saquon than him, um, just for this, the kind of a little more comfortable with Saquon. Um, but running back five ish, six ish is probably where I'll end up having Alvin Kamara. So still that's very, fair. very, very good, just not that like number one, number two player again. So, but let's go ahead, let's move on to our next running back, and so the the running back two this past year um, is Derrick Henry. And, and Derrick Henry is actually who I would have rather had on the season just because of kind of the way Alvin Kamara's year was, was split up. Let's not forget. He scored yeah. like 60 points that one game. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> and, and so that's kind of why he finished at, at the number one spot is because he had that one really, really large game. But uh, Derrick Henry came in running back two. He passed 2,000 rushing yards this past year. One of the like only what, four or five guys to ever do that in the NFL. Um, he was awesome. Two years in a row. Uh, yeah, well, he didn't have right? he didn't have 2,000 the year before. No. Oh, I thought I thought I thought he did for some reason. He was the rushing leader for two years in a row. Oh, okay. okay. So he led the NFL yeah, in rushing yards. Yeah. Um. Oof. Yeah. What a beast. Absolutely. Where do you uh Where do you see him next year? Oh man, I, I know there's a lot of talk about his age, um, at least at a dynasty setting. You know, that's something to kind of yeah, be be weary sure. of, especially if you're starting up a dynasty, um, something like that where you're drafting mm-hmm. newly, uh, just in like a regular redraft, you know, or a keeper league. I got I got no qualms, no queer, uh, no quarrels with Derrick Henry. As your number one running back, you know, he finished number two on the year. I will not be surprised if this man finishes number one next year, to be completely honest with you. No, he is just so, so good. Like, he's just, it, it, just the Titans are so good. Like, it, it's almost amazing they, they weren't in the title game last year. Like, I feel like they almost should have been. I just, mm. I just feel like they're such a solid team. And, you know, I see him finishing top next year. I mean, the only thing I would really be worried about is he's he's got some good defenses he'll be facing. You know, he's facing the Rams. He's facing your your Colts, which yeah. is proving to be a very good defense. But then you got games like Jacksonville and the Texans. That's four yeah, games. Yeah, that's four <laughs> games. That's, a, that's um, almost a quarter of his year against, like, two um, of the worst defenses there are. Exactly, and there are some tough ones. I don't like he, they'll be playing Miami next year, and they'll be playing the Steelers and the Saints. Like they're not to be overlooked. There's going to be some good rushing defenses. Yeah. 
and just defenses in general. But like Derrick Henry's just been that player that it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like like how good you are or how big you are because he's gonna push you to the ground. Yep. So he's just a stud. He's 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 a beast. He's a monster. Just I I haven't completed my rankings yet, but I I I think I'll probably end up having him at number one. Am I okay over CMC? Yes, like okay. So CMC's got that injury now. We have to think about which I know it probably won't play a factor, but you never know. Mm -hmm. And the Titans are just such a good offense. I think like they kind of have like just a good solid foundation. I think okay over like somewhere like Carolina. So right, yeah. we'll, we'll 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 see. I have more faith in Derrick Henry, um, but yeah, well, well, something to keep an eye on. CMC yeah. and Derrick Henry. Yeah, I think he he's in, he's at my running back three right now in my projections, um, right behind Dalvin Cook. So fair. Funny enough, that's fair. who we're going to talk about next. We are going to talk about Dalvin Cook himself coming in at running back three this past year. He was electric. All season, he was absolutely awesome. Oh, he was so good. I'll never. Uh, well, was it the Packers game last year that he ended up scoring like four touchdowns? Oh, right. I think. I think so. Or yeah, because the I, re- I specifically right. remember that because I had to leave. I think to go to the store, but I didn't want to turn it off. And so I tried to like watch it like on the way there on my phone and the fiance <laughs> telling me to like stop watching football and I'm just like, but the Packers are getting ran all over. This is everything I want. Yeah. So and... uh week eight uh versus Green Bay, thirty attempts, okay, yeah. hundred and sixty three yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, yep, that was the week. Was it was it only three? Yeah. I think it came like all within like a quarter or something. Because I remember I so like too. texting you and just being like, "Oh my god, another one!" Because I, I had him on my fan, I had him on my roster, and I was like, <laughs> nice. "Oh my god, it just keeps going up." <laughs> it was yeah, I so think, nice. I think that was one of those games where he just like went off at the beginning, and then they sat him for a while, and they almost lost that game, but mm. they won- they managed to, to to hold on. Yeah, yeah, the Packers' rushing defense was not good last year either. It was and very, very not good. <laughs> you had Dalvin Cook on the other end, and I, dude, I love Dalvin Cook. Like, he's just he's so good. He he seems like just such a down to earth guy. Like, how can you mm-hmm. not like Dalvin Cook? Yeah, he's fun to and watch his name. too. What a fun yeah. name to say, <laughs> uh-huh. Dalvin Cook. It all just flows off off the tongue. I love it so much. <laughs> I love that what there's you, a uh, Dalvin and an Al- Alvin, like right at the right at the top here. Do you know that there's only two Dalvins in the NFL and they are now on the Minnesota Vikings together? What? I did not know that. Yeah. Why do you know that? They... I don't know. I'm sorry. Social <laughs> media. So I... Dude, I don't know why I know half the things I know, but I know that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too funny. Oh, too man. Funny. We, need, we need a soundbite drop where it's just like, it's the Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin! And we can obviously use it for Kamara, but then we'll like... We'll shimmy it up so it does. Dalvin. Wow. <laughs> there you go. I like that. <laughs> Add it to the list that we we need to start. We need to start a list. Oh, you know what? No, I got a better one. I'm gonna I'm gonna get one from Hell's Kitchen. And every time Dalvin Cook just 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 takes the week over and makes it his own, you're gonna hear 
you're gonna hear like a hell's kitchen drop that says yes chef <laughs> yeah i like that one that's a good one <laughs> write I'll it down on the list too much hell's kitchen put it on the list. too much hell's kitchen i'm gonna i'm gonna put it on our brainstorming list and send it out to all the washington <laughs> season ticket holders oh my gosh <laughs> uh where do you have dobbin cooked where do you think you'll have him ranked next year <sighs> Uh, top three for sure. Yeah. I think he's just so good. Um, the the teams he's playing next year, there's some definitely some really really good rushing defenses and just defenses overall. But then you know you have like the the Packers, who I'm not sure where they'll end up again. You have Detroit, who's Detroit Cowboys. <laughs> not sure how they were so bad on defense last year, but they were. And I, I top three. I it's just you know he plays the AFC North. Or, AFC North, and he just NFC North is its own. It just that's its own thing. We don't want to talk about that. So <laughs> top three for sure. Dalvin Cook, he's gonna be cooking in the kitchen. Not sure why that kept going to Russell Wilson last year when this man's last name was Cook. He was cooking. Yes, Chef. Top three, and he did not take the second half off of the season. He he cooked no, all he the way through. He was awesome. I have him as my running back two in my projections at the moment, and I think that's probably where he's going to sit. Just so good, so I consistent. Like I, his consistency is the thing for me, is he gets his work mm-hmm. no matter what. That's what that offense is. They're going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball to him. He's got those two wide receivers that really open it up for him because you can't just yes. stack the box and load up to stop Dalvin Cook. Because Justin Jefferson will eat you alive if you try to, you know, or, and Adam Thielen. Like, they're going to, they will destroy yeah. you if you if you try too hard to stop the run. So, I think unless, it really helps. Uh, unless, unless you're my hometown boys. They, they've they always had issues with Chicago's defense, and it makes me so happy. Yeah. I was good. like, yeah, do it. Do it <laughs> 15 other games out of the year. I don't care. <laughs> Not these oh, two. Oh, man. What a great segue, too, because we are actually going to bump to our next running back who plays for your Chicago Bears. We're going to talk about David Montgomery, who somehow came in at running back four on the year. Woo, the MVP himself. Oh, sorry, wrong player. Sorry, guys, <laughs> I was just referring to Mitchell Trubisky, the first ever Nickelodeon Valuable player, oh for anyone guess. that was unaware. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, David Montgomery finished four on the year, guys. Four. Yes. It's hard. It, it, I can't believe someone on my team finished this top, this high <laughs> in fantasy oh, rankings. And I can tell you it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Nor <know>. should it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so his first nine games, he averaged 10.6 points per game. Which is like and his not last fantastic, not bad, but it's not it's not the worst. He's a good flex. No, no, no. In yeah, my yeah. Opinion. yes, like, yeah, right, yep. Especially like in a super flex or something. If you if you have if you have the space, it's it's good. I had him there. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Cool. However, the last six games, six two thirds of the amount of the first half. <laughs> That whole sentence made no sense. But the last six games, 23.7 points per Shoot. game. That's a big difference. Um, that's, almost, you, that's over it, double. It's, it's <laughs> it, in, in less time. 
It's just, it's, it's insane. He had a very good schedule, a very favorable schedule when it came to rushing defenses. And it was just kind of, it was his to take, and he took it. You know, yeah. Cohen was injured. The rush defenses he faced were not good. Um, I think Green Bay was in there twice. Um... And he just, they were in there at least once. And they just, like we talked about a second ago, they just weren't a good rushing defense. Yeah. He took the ball, he ran with it, literally, and <laughs> he made the most out of it. He was fire. Um, he won a lot of people a lot of championships last year. It was the way he finished. Yes. Uh-huh. He had an I awesome believe... end of the year. He did, it, which is what you want out of a fantasy player. More than anything, yeah. you want an yeah, awesome. Yes. You could go 0-6, you know, but if you all your players light it up at the end of the year, you could win that championship. It doesn't yeah. matter. So, when it comes to next season, don't expect that again. <laughs> I would be shocked. Um, he's just he he is kind of hard to predict, just because I do think he does have that talent. I I do think he's that talented. Uh-huh. Um, but it just comes down to like I think he got lucky with the timing of the schedule with the defenses he played. He got real lucky with Cohen being injured. The only other like person he was competing with was um. Cordell Patterson so he's gone and so on top of that Cohen's gonna be healthy again Damian Williams from the Kansas City Chiefs is coming in oh I forgot about Damian Williams yeah that matters so you guys I think that matters, matters more than you think it does I think Damian Williams is gonna play a way bigger part than we think mm-hmm. um I do think David Montgomery will be RB1 for the Bears but I just I mean because touchdowns are huge when it comes to fantasy football I'm not going to be shocked when you see the Bears down with in the in the red zone and Damian Williams is getting the touchdowns. Yeah, I, I won't. That's what I'm. That, I, that's what I'd be worried about. And you know, Tariq yeah, Cohen, just, they're gonna they're gonna target him in the end zone as well. He's gonna get those, and, and I could very easily see David Montgomery just ending the season with like three or four touch. You know what I mean? Like. 17 games so maybe four or five touchdowns but like that's not gonna do it as far as like finishing as one of those elite running backs so my my question for you is his average points per game do you think it ends closer to that first nine games where he was 10.6 or closer to that second half where it was 23.7 i think it averages out closer to the 10.6 and unfortunately i think it will be lower than the 10.6 Wow, okay. It just it, it just scares me because, like, I guess I'm just not too familiar with Andy Dalton. Yeah, But the way I see true. it is there's... The the way I'm imagining Andy Dalton playing, it just in the in the kind of games I used to watch him... I, I, I never used to watch Bengals games, right, years ago? Like, yeah. And he only played a handful of... Or, not a handful. He, I mean, he was with the Cowboys last year. That's... It is what it is. He, I, I'm gonna, I'm imagining a lot of those dump offs to Tariq Cohen, mm-hmm. and a lot of those, like kind of with within ten yard passes. I think that's what we're gonna see a lot okay. of. Yeah. Um, I expect Cole Komet to be a lot more involved in that offense. Mm-hmm. So, and we got some receiving weapons coming our way. I just, I don't, I don't. I hope I'm wrong. I just, I don't see it happening for Montgomery. I don't see the opportunities to be what they were. Form. yeah i just I, I i i he'll probably land outside of top 10 
Okay. At the end of next yeah. season. I would be almost shocked if he didn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm there with you. If I remember him, so going into this past year, he was getting drafted in like the fifth round, I think, uh, in a redraft. Mm-hmm. Like he was just this, like the 20th running back off the board probably. And I think that's more where I value him next year. Um, is like running back 20. So I still think he'll be a running back two. Um, but like on, on the lower end there, but I, I just think you're going to have to pay more to get him on your roster. I think he's going to be drafted as like a high end running back two. And I just don't see him returning that value. Um, it's not worth it. Yeah. One of the things that, which, that which could, could be really good for you. If someone pays up for him, if you have yeah, one, your roster be. consider selling him super high. Yeah, it might it might be the, might, like the time right now. I mean, yeah, I, if someone if someone's willing to pay it, let them take mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I I just don't feel good about David Montgomery, and you might want to close your ears for this. Um, but one of the other things that I'm kind of considering is I just don't know the Bears are going to be good next year, and if the Bears are bad, they're going to be losing games. They're going to be in passing situations mm-hmm. more often. And yes. when they're passing the ball, Tariq Cohen will be in there. Yes. And so yes, I think it, that yes. hurts his value. Um, so I'm I'm pretty off on David Montgomery. Now, he could show up and be amazing and prove us all wrong. I just – I'm not willing to play that game next year. No, I just – especially with any, like, Chicago fantasy player. I mean, to be honest with you, Frank, like, <laughs> yeah. I would just avoid most Chicago fantasy players just because you're not really sure. Like I said, don't sleep on Cole Komet. I mm, think he's yeah. going to be a fantasy value, even if not next year. Do the second year next year. Keep him. Hold on to him. Right, he's going to yeah. do great things. Darnell Mooney, I see great things in his future. Um, yeah, but, I mean, player. if you're really – the only p- person I would really, really – kind of consider drafting fantasy wise off the bears is justin fields um that's that's really about it (laughs) if just okay listen if justin fields ends up on the bears i will change my mind about how i feel about david montgomery i believe in Justin. i wouldn't (laughs) Uh, justin Justin fields will be running more i i wouldn't yeah but the the offense will be better i think but who knows we'll see we'll We'll see. see We will see. Let's stay in the NFC North here. Let's move on to our running back five. That is Aaron Jones for um, the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Guys, can we can we take a moment? We are on our fifth running back, and three of them are from the NFC North. Wow, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Isn't isn't that crazy? It is. It's kind of that's that's pretty nuts. I'm I'm all about it. Aaron Jones, man. Back in Green Bay, we didn't see that coming. And uh, gosh, you know, I, I know you've said it. I think I've said it before on this podcast. Aaron Jones, man, he doesn't feel like he needs to be in this conversation every year, but he is. He's just so <laughs> consistent with where he finishes, uh-huh. but you don't feel like you can pull the trigger on him for whatever reason. But yeah, you're crazy not to, you know? <laughs> yep. Um. It helps when you're facing Detroit twice a year and Minnesota twice a year, and you have Aaron Rodgers in your uh, under center. Dude, dude, I'm I'm st- I don't want to be late to this game, but I'm like all in on Aaron Jones. <laughs> um, I I really would have loved to see him like in Miami. I think he would have shined brighter than he would have in Green Bay down there. 
in South mm-hmm. Beach, but I, I mean, we'll see. I, th- I still think he's going to put up a a top ten performance, if not like a top five performance. Like I won't be surprised to see him in that in that category again next year. That's two years in a row where he's a top five running back, and so it's just like, okay, I guess it's time to stop sleeping on Aaron Jones. He got paid this year. Like they're committed to him, um, and I don't think I've gotten to him in my projections yet. Um, I think he might actually be like the next player on my list to do. Um, no, it looks like looks like I did get get to him, but he and he's coming in as my running back. Eight ooh, right ooh, now. Some inside information. Eight. See, that's where I feel like he 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 sits very well, at, really comfortable at because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel too high and it doesn't feel too low. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Um, He's if good. I'm getting him at that value, I'm pumped because I think his floor is like running back 12, right? Like he's on one of the best, what I still imagine Green Bay will be like a top three or four offense next year. I'm sure. Right? Like he's going to get touchdown opportunity. He's going to get passing. He's going to get targets. He's going to get plenty of carries, at least enough to to kind of support him. So the, the way I see it, is his floor is like a number one running back who will be consistent for you week to week because he's on a good offense. So if you can get him at running back eight and he has potential to be like a top three guy, um, that I, I love. I think Aaron Jones is somebody that I'm going to try and draft a lot of next year. Yeah, he's one of those guys, like the more we talk about him, like the more excited I get about him, mm-hmm. about yeah. him as, a, as a fantasy player. And I mean, I won't, I kind of, I'd be happy to pick him up in the first round, you know, top five pick even. He's one of those guys, maybe it is con- worth considering taking him in the first three spots, first four spots, because right. it sounds crazy, you know, passing up, you know, possibly CMC or Dalvin Cook or Kamara, but at the same time, you, what have you seen that tells you otherwise not to draft him that high? Exactly. Not yeah. a lot. You're, you're right. Like. He has, I mean, he has proven it two years in a row very consistently, like running back two, running back five. That is very hard to argue with. And so if it's not CMC, like, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, like after those guys, I, I'd still have those guys in like a separate tier. But after that, it's like, why not Aaron Jones? And, that's, and the thing is, he finished top five last season with his – quarterback winning mvp and having Devontae adams on the other end of that yes that's so like they true. weren't that's uh, a they really weren't a point. running they weren't a run first offense by no. any means and yeah. he still finished up there while trading off handoffs with um jamal jamal williams and, and aj um, dylan and aj dylan like you're right man. oh my gosh and and he just they just lost uh jamal williams went to the lions Mm-hmm. Which should only increase his his workload, so maybe we're just too low on Aaron Jones. That's the thing. Like, I think we might just be sleeping on this guy, and it—I don't know. Like, ugh, it's. I, I kind of want to draft him super high now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I almost feel like I'm going to lose out on him if I don't draft him super high. Yeah, man, that's a very interesting one. So I think he will be. Let's let's circle back to him in like a month or so, and we'll kind of we'll kind of keep maybe we'll dive a little deeper, get into some of the stats. 
I really want to see what Green Bay does in the draft too. Um, oh God! <laughs> I, I, if they take a receiver first round, like so, like Rondale Moore, we, we we've got some time, so I think we can mm. linger on Aaron Jones for a little bit. But Rondale Moore yeah. is a player that I think will be there at that thirtieth spot in the draft or twenty nine, wherever they're picking. And that is a player who I think if they took Rondell Moore, I would be a little less excited about Aaron Jones because Rondell Moore is kind of that he's kind of that weird Swiss Army knife y kind of player. They're gonna give him carries, they're gonna give him, you know, like these manufactured screen passes, those kind of things. And then so if they if they took him, I'd be like, eh, on Aaron Jones. I'd be like, okay, a little that, that I'm a little more worried. But if they took somebody like Terrence Marshall Jr. from Ellis or from Clemson, mm-hmm. or somebody like if Rashad Bateman fell that far, or uh, Elijah Moore, somebody that's like a just a regular old wide receiver, then I might be more excited about Aaron Jones because now they don't only have there's more than one receiving threat that they have to block and guard, and the, that one is Devonte Adams, like. <laughs> Like, he's getting double teamed. You know what I mean? And so it's like, if you have another relevant threat running routes, that should leave those underneath dump-offs for Aaron Jones, like, very available, and he should be productive in those. So it'll be interesting to kind of see what they do. The Packers have always been very notorious for not making any correct moves in the first round of the draft. That is the concern. uh, So it's like... um, (laughs) like Yeah, what do they do? Um, I, I, it never fails. I always get a, a text within the first round of the draft from my one, one of my really good friends. He's a Packers fan, and like I swear, every year it's just like, dude. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, Packers must have just drafted somebody. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, so. And the thing is, it still doesn't bite them in the butt. <laughs> like it does because yeah, they're right? not winning championships every year, but they're still so yep. good. Oh, so God. good Put weapons around just, Aaron Rodgers, right? It's not that hard of a concept, guys. Like, look I mean, at what don't Chiefs don't do that, but do it, <laughs> right? Uh, right? It's just like, oh, like, Chief, come on, guys. It, it's it's just, it it is not complicated. Weird football Football's is kind of weird. Also, con- don't kick field goals when you're down by more than three. But anyway, and if you do, I someone will ask you about it on Jeopardy. Damn, it will be hilarious. <laughs> that was very, very funny. Bro, um, did you see people have issues with him hosting Jeopardy? I was like, what's your issue with oh my the beloved Aaron Rodgers hosting Jeopardy? Like, do you of not love to be entertained? They do. Of course they do. I hope like, he becomes dude, the, want... the guy. That'd dude, sweet. I hope so. So much. How cool would that be I... if Aaron Rodgers is the new host of Jeopardy? Come on, kids. Come on. I Dude, if Aaron Rodgers was on any other team... Like he's, you know, we we talk about football players in these like tiers of like fantasy ranking. I feel like I have celebrities in tiers like that. And <laughs> if he wasn't playing for the Packers, he would be in the Keanu Reeves tier. I think. Wow. Like, he he'd be up there, dude. That's he some high praise, dude. Who who else can pull off that stash? And like, I don't make yeah. fun of him for it. Like, I legitimately love when he has it. <laughs> He's he Ted Mosby's it, dude. He pulls them off, just like those red cowboy boots. Oh my gosh! Like the, the deep <laughs> "How I Met Your Mother" references here tonight, <laughs> boys and girls. 
Oh, oh we're, we're here for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we made it through our top five. What do you say we cut it off there? Um, I like it. We're approaching that hour mark. I had a question um, pop up while we were talking. I want yeah. to ask you real quick. Yeah. So we're talking about running backs. Um, and kind of we're going to work through – Maybe we'll we might do a second episode of this where we work through kind of the second half of those those upper echelon guys. I think there's some interesting conversations to have regarding Josh Jacobs, the Nick Chubb, Kareem mm. Hunt situation. But anyway, is there a player who did not finish kind of in this top tier, this top twelve or so, um, that you think might might have a shot at it next year and not, not due to injury. So don't, don't tell me Saquon cause that's kind of boring, but um, I don't like, I'm not, I'm not a Saquon guy. I know he's super good, but like, I don't know. He doesn't tickle <laughs> my he's, fancy. Cause he plays for the New York giants. That's what it is. Uh, it's cause he ran all over us like three years and I hold grudges like that. <laughs> oh, but do you, so do you have anybody I, that you're kind of thinking like, yeah, that, that might be somebody who you're going to try and draft. Because you think they have the opportunity or possibility to finish high up like that, like just draft high. Uh, not or necessarily, like but just... somebody you're you're taking like as a secret. Maybe you think they could they I mean, could land is, up there in is the top it, twelve. Is it fair or like the right answer to say like Antonio Gibson? Because that's that's a perfectly fine answer. He was close. I you mean, know, dude, he finished as he, like a top fifteen, good. but yeah, he's fantastic. He, I mean. He's good. I I really like Cam Akers, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I think he's just on that upward project projection, and I I like it. Um, Chris Carson's always always seems to be a solid running back, and he's going to be in Seattle for the time being, and they are going to be a rush first offense from everything we are hearing. So Chris mm-hmm. Carson is actually someone you really really want to keep your eye on, in my opinion. Um, and in. I wouldn't let him fall too far down. I would take him if, if you can. I don't know how you feel about him. And obviously, you know, Austin, I, you said top yeah. 12, but Austin Eckler is just so good. So. Oh, Austin Eckler, uh, yeah. Man, there's a lot of running backs that I feel really good about this year. It's so weird because last year I did not feel this way at all. But I think what it is, it's those like, there's like five soft, like second year running backs that I think could finish as a number one running back. So the player that I've I've been thinking about lately is actually DeAndre Swift. Um, oh yeah. Before, I think earlier in the season I would have had him as my like second worst, second year running back. Um, but I'm really interested in him as a player and kind of seeing what he's able to do because he finished a lot higher than I realized he did. Um, and he, he missed. Up- Falling. He missed multiple games as well. Um, he finished at... 14? I think it, it was something 14. like that. 14 or maybe. In PPR leagues, about right. yeah. Um, and that was with him trading off with Adrian Peterson, who had some decent games. Exactly. I've got him at 18, I think, but I think this is half PPR. So that's like well, and and he missed three or four games, I think. He played. And he dropped games. that huge touchdown in the first game of the year. Oh right, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so, yeah, that's, I, yeah. I do like. I feel like I'm sleeping on him. Yeah, I I think I was at first, but then I started looking at, looking at some numbers and kind of seeing what he did last year, and I'm just like, hmm, maybe this is somebody 
that could really do a lot more than I expected. And and my my concern with DeAndre Swift is just the general quality of the Detroit Lions. Right? Like, they're kind of a bad team. Yeah. But I expect them to be throwing the ball a lot because I think they're going to be behind in every single game. I think they have a shot at, like, 0-16 next year. <laughs> no no offense to Lions fans. 0-17? 0-17, exactly. Right? So it's like, well, we'll probably beat the Bears at least once. So maybe 1-16. But... Bro. <laughs> I gotta take my shots, but I can. It's, um, it's okay, dude. Moral of the story: <laughs> I think he's gonna have a ton of targets, plenty of carries, and really, what it comes down to is just like who else is there on that entire offense, right? It's like and the thing, and they get they're gonna have Anthony Lynn as their offensive coordinator, who is very run, run centric. Yeah. So and and think about the running backs about that, that have played for Anthony Lynn, like. They've been productive in the past game as well. I think Austin Eckler, not last year, but the year before. Even last year when he was healthy. But hmm, that's an interesting thought as well. And DeAndre Swift, can he's a, a receiving back. Like, he can catch the yes. ball. So oh, yeah. he, he's a dual threat in that in that aspect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would kind of um, – I'd keep an eye on him. He might be someone that you can kind of get burned by almost if you don't pick him up. You know, yeah. I can see a lot of people overlooking him and being like, I'll get to him, and then he's gone, and yep. and he just lights it up. So yeah, definitely keep your eye on him. J.K. Dobbins is another one, too. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. So... It's going to be interesting. I think I wouldn't be surprised if there's like three or four of those guys that are second-year players like in that top 12, because I think James, Ro- James Robinson is one of them, too. It's like, okay, Jonathan Taylor, James Robinson, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Antonio Gibson. Let's not forget about Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who plays for the yes. Kansas City Chiefs. Like yes. all of these players, I can make a case for them being a top twelve running back, but not all of them will. And so I think a lot. I think a lot of the value in fantasy next year is going to be: Can you predict which of these sophomore running backs are going to be good and and be better than what you can draft them at? We, let's let's end this on a fun fact. That I, just I like found. fun facts. Fun fact per PFF, um, which a lot of you are probably familiar with. Um, highest percentage of forced missed tackles per carry last season: AJ Dillon at thirty-one percent and Nick Chubb at thirty percent. Oh, AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. So keep he he's actually going to be. Um, He's going to be interesting to watch come next season because he's not competing with Jamal um, Williams anymore, mm-hmm. and he might be that third down back. So he might be in that position to possibly get you some touchdown fantasy points. Yeah. It's going to be... Something to keep an eye on. Yeah. I think he'll have value for sure, for sure. That's That's good to know. Damn, it's little things. So uh, fantasy is all about analytics. It is, and I'm, I, mean, I love at, it. At the end of the day. I think that about wraps it up for us. It, it, it does put a bow on it. I'm going to say Merry Christmas, just like Alvin Kamara, and we will uh, <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Yep. Have a good one, guys. See ya.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.